How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast covering the Sun Conference. Appreciate y'all you tuning in. It's the off season. Hope everybody's enjoying their summer, relaxing, and everything. I have a fall sports right around the corner. I uh, hope y'all like the last episode of doing the baseball all star uh, team draft. We're going to be doing something pretty similar uh, coming up with softball, but today it's going to be pretty much an interview only. Uh, episode because we got a great interview with the boss <laughs> commissioner uh, Dustin Wilkie uh, coming on uh, it's a great interview about 40 minutes long love having uh, Dustin on a uh, great guy uh, and y'all get to hear who's kind of le- uh, leading the ship um, of the Sun Conference uh, again Dustin great guy love the interview not gonna keep y'all waiting uh, too much longer in fact let's just go ahead and get into it here is myself and the commissioner of the Sun Conference Dustin Wilkie Okay, we welcome on a very special guest. It is the commissioner of our wonderful conference of the Sun Conferences, Commissioner Dustin Wilk. Dustin, how's it going, boss man? Hey, it's going great. Thank you so much for having me. I hey, appreciate I, it. Of course, man. It's long, long time come. I remember we were talking uh, after the baseball tournament. Was like, uh, you know, is this something you'd want to, you'd be interested in coming on? You're like, heck yeah. And you said they weren't sure how many viewers you we were going to give. I'm like, I think well, I think the commissioner of the Sun Conference. I think we can put push some viewers. But e- either way, really appreciate you uh, uh, coming on here. Uh, episode 50 of season two. Uh, we're starting to count up the e- episodes here. But uh, Dustin, you you were an NAI guy before you became the commissioner of the. Sun conference been eight years in kansas city at the national office can you just kind of take us through uh our journey or your journey you know, a lot not a lot of people they they know you they shake your hand after winning the comp- conference tournaments but you know what, what was your experience of finding out about the nai to becoming the commissioner of the sun conference yeah oh, that's a good question uh, i'm happy to dive into that before we do that though i wanted to uh congratulate you on your success this has been a big deal for uh, for the Sun Conference, I think the the you know the NAI as a whole and uh, Sun Conference is included as an underserved uh, group of student athletes who don't often get the recognition that they deserve. So, um, on behalf of our conference, I want to thank you for all that you are doing um, for SunCast and with NAISB as well. Um, you know, it's a big deal, and the more we can expose our student athletes, the the better off I think we'll all be as a whole. So. Um, we really appreciate it and congratulations on your success. Again, it's, it's exciting to see, um, a Sun Conference student athlete having such a great deal of, of success and doing great things out there. So. Well, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, we're going to get, get a lot into uh, a lot, a lot of the athletes and you know, groups of people that have helped me along the way. And you know, I've had just great support from the NAI as a whole with NAISB. And then of course, uh, with everybody from the athletes, coaches, SIDs, uh, and your, yourself, uh, with Suncast. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot, lot of hard work, but man, I, you know, like, like you said, I'm a Sun Conference student athlete. I, I knew how good this conference was as a whole athletically and, I was just like, well, yeah, uh, I, I kind of want to start my career in sports media. Why not uh, do this? And uh, man, it's just been been a blessing, and I, I really appreciate it. Oh, it's well deserved, and you know we're we're uh, full supporters of y'all, and hope to see this continue to grow. Oh uh, yeah, we're just time, getting I'm started, sure, baby. Just getting started, yeah. man. Love it. Uh, so so to, back to your question, I guess yeah. I um I've been an NAIA guy through and through from the beginning of. I went to an NAIA um, school at Nebraska Wesleyan and uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, um, and then I got my start in my career at uh, 
an NAI school, Baker University, um, it, which is a, a member of the Heart of America, a proud Baker, uh, NAI institution. I interned there when I was at the University of Kansas. So um, that's how I sort of got my introduction into NAI administration, I guess I would say. Um, I, I uh, got lucky enough to land an internship at the NAI national office with the men's uh, division one at that time, basketball championship, uh, just operationally, um, you know, doing the, the work behind the scenes to make that tournament run. Um, you know, that's, that's tournaments, a huge deal. It's a, um, you know, at the time it was 32 teams and, uh, it was <laughs> seven days and, uh, just madness basketball is as much as you can take for, <laughs> for a week straight. So, um, you know, that was uh, an exciting way to really get my first taste of, of uh, the NAI at the national level. Um, and I, I think from that point, I was sort of hooked. I, I just had a great appreciation for the uh, the people, first of all, everyone you talk to says, what do you love about the NAI? It's the people, it's the, uh, the family atmosphere. You know, we're all competing against each other, but we're all working towards the same goals and have a similar mission. And, and, you know, that's giving the best uh, experience we can uh, for our student athletes, not only competitively, but uh, that full academic experience and the, the athletics as the, as a part of that. So, um, you know, I saw that right away, what, what was special about the NAI and, um, you know, sort of made that decision early on that it was where I wanted to be. So I spent close to 10 years at the NAI national office, uh, working in a variety of different roles there, championships, some um, some eligibility, some administrative type stuff, and uh, you know just got to know a ton of different people across the country um, at all levels and and all different walks of life, different types of jobs in the NAI, and um, you know at uh, at some point I decided I guess I wanted to maybe branch out a little bit and uh, get a taste of. Um, you know, uh, the conference level or the institutional level. And, um, and the, you know, the, the Sun Conference uh, gig was open at the time. And so it was sort of a transition where I, I you know, saw an opportunity and, um, again, knew, some, again, some people in the Sun Conference that uh, sort of drew me in that, um, you know, I felt like it would be great to work with. So uh, here I am, been here five years now. It's been, you know, uh, a blessing for me, the family, um, we love it here. And as, as you tell people uh, all the time, we have a great conference that uh, is doing a lot of awesome things. So um, yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. And it certainly is a great conference. I actually didn't know that you got your start at uh, Baker University at the NAI level. I'm a uh, really good friends with the softball coach there, uh, Dana Goss. I got to see her uh, in Columbus this yeah. year. I, she actually uh, hooked yeah, us up. Year. I got I got a white Baker uh, long sleeve and a little uh, baby blue uh, ba- Baker long sleeve. I'll, uh, we'll have to get, get a little uh, picture of that. I lo- love Baker University. Yeah. And uh, I think something you hit the, the nail on the head on, uh, Dustin, was the, the family atmosphere of the NAI. And it certainly seems like that – everybody's wanting to help each other continue to build uh, their, uh, the NAI success and in the Sun Conference. And I, I got to see that firsthand, you know, really uh, at the softball tournament uh, this year, getting to see all the SIDs uh, work together. Uh, that was my first time really seeing, you know, outside schools come together and we really put on uh, so- something special. And I, I thought 
uh, the softball tournament was just extremely uh, well run. A big part of that was uh, uh, due to a group of people that I've gained a massive amount of uh, respect for since I, I started uh, Suncastle over a year ago, and that's the sports information directors. The SIDs of our conference are awesome. I mean, can you tell the audience a little bit more about what they mean to the Sun Conference? Yeah, I mean, they're rock stars, as you know. You've got to know some of them, I'm sure, um, over the past few years, and certainly I I have as well. And, um, you know, it's it, where to begin. They're, they're the, uh, the folks who – they're probably unsung heroes in some ways, but they – they tell our story. I mean, if they weren't around to uh, shine a light on all the things, the great things that are going on in the Sun Conference, and then not many people would have much clue uh, of all the things that are happening here. So, um, you know, we've got a great group. We're very fortunate to have some of the the very best in the NAI and all college athletics. Um, you know, you saw some of them recognized just this week in Orlando at the CSC uh, convention. And, you know, we've got uh, uh, all of them deserve to be recognized for sure. They uh, they work extremely hard for their student athletes to make sure that they are uh, properly promoted. You know, they work. Uh, it's not a nine to five job. By any means, they work a lot of nights, a lot of weekends, um, you know, so there's um, there's so much that goes into that behind the scenes that uh, that they're doing uh, just to to get the uh, the product that you see at the end of the day. So, uh, you know, again, we're we're blessed with some of the the very best. And, um, you know, I think our our full our entire conference benefits as a result of that. Um and our, our coaches, our student athletes are certainly thankful for all the work that they do as are as are we at the conference level. I, uh, I, certainly, and, you know, I certainly am thankful for them because if it weren't for them keeping us updated, I wouldn't be able to get, get any information out either. I'd just be, uh, I guess, uh, trying to DM athletes like, hey, how'd you do today? How'd you do today? But no, I mean, they they do a, a great, great job. But what, what were you saying uh, j uh, just a second before I cut you off? Yeah, no, I, and I, I hate to call out specific individuals because everyone deserves to be recognized. But, yeah. um, you know, Michelle Murch is on our staff at the conference level in addition to what she does at St. Thomas and just does a phenomenal job. So um, it's just, she's a, a great example of uh, the dedication that that group has to promoting our conference and the student athletes, you know, it's not something that they, they have to do, um, but it's something, you know, it's a, it's a career that they choose and um, it's because they care about what's going on in our conference and that they want to make sure that our student athletes are, um are marketed to the full extent and and they get that light shown yeah, they, upon them they do a great job displaying all the great stuff because we've had some great athletes uh that that i've just uh got the privilege to cover uh over the last year plus but you've certainly have seen some great athletes over the last five years of being the commissioner of the sun conference who are a couple though that have really stood out to you and you're like this kid right here is different man that's a that's a tough question it's really hard to uh, single out one or two, you know, but, um, I guess one that comes to mind, um, off the top that's, uh, I guess here recently, but, um, uh, Julia Rahm at Southeastern university, uh, you know, Julia, I think probably came into the sun conference about the same time. Uh, so I've seen her compete, uh, a lot, you know, she's a, a runner, so she competes cross country, indoor and outdoor, um, so, you know, three times a year we'll, we'll get together and uh, usually it ends with me giving her some hardware, but, um, you know, I've seen some, 
some ups and downs with her, but, uh, you know, I'm sure, I think you just had her on recently, um, on the podcast, but to see her end her career with as an NAI national champion, um, was, was awesome to see, you know, she's a great representation of what the Sun Conference is all about. Yeah. Um, you know, another one that comes to mind is, um, Saminu Abdul Rashid at Florida Memorial, the, you know, arguably the fastest man in the NAI right now. Um, yeah. you know, ran a, what a nine, nine, seven at our conference championship in the hundred. So, uh, certainly putting up some eye popping numbers and, uh, just goes to show you again, the, the level of talent that, um, is that is in the NAI on conference sometimes, uh, I shouldn't say sometimes almost all the time goes overlooked. Um, yeah, but you know, the numbers speak for themselves there. And, and, you know, he's another guy that, uh, has shown that you can, you can be an elite athlete and come in and, and perform at the NAI level and at the Sun Conference level. And, and, uh, people will notice. Yeah. Those are, those two, uh, people that actually been on the last, uh, two, two episodes, uh, Julia was yeah. on the, the, the last episode and you're know, hearing her story. I mean, she, uh, really wasn't, even a big into track or long distance. She was more of a soccer player. That's what she had gone, gone to Southeastern for. But, you know, like you said, she got there around the same time you did, and that was the time uh, Coach Dotson got to Lakeland, started uh, that program. And it was also in just reading her bio and then talking with her um, on and off the microphone it, and hearing her story of, you know, just, just starting off and competing and then becoming an All-American and then in her final race, to win a national championship was I mean, just uh, amazing. And then Saminu, I mean, his story, I mean, he just moved to the United States within the year and uh, he uh, was at, he was in Ghana uh, competing there and just got in touch and is now at Florida Memorial and loves uh, the coaching staff there, loves his team. And it's just crazy how we have people from all corners of, of the globe coming in, uh, competing in our conference. Uh, and I mean, I'm sure the, the athletes and seeing their personal success is, is such a, a cool thing about you and being in athletic administration. I mean, what was that one of the big reasons or like, why, why was it that you, or what was the reason you wanted to get into athletic administration? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big reason. Um, I was, yeah, I was always, always a sports guy growing up. Um, I grew up in small town, Nebraska. So, um, you know, there, there was sports and, and that was about it. So, uh, whatever season it was, that was my favorite sport at the time. And, um, you know, I decided that at a fairly young age, that was what I wanted to do because that's, that was my passion. Um, so, you know, I just, uh, made a point to, see that through and um there was never really much else but it's you know there's the there's a competitive side of it and you know you always uh, see the athlete who breaks a record in this case or uh you know wins a championship and the amount of work that uh goes into that is you know very very um yeah you know it uh, it connects with me and seeing that from start to finish is uh, very rewarding, even in my seat, seeing, uh, you know, a team at the end of the year be uh, crowned champions and rewarded for the hard work that they put in is uh, is very satisfying um, for me. I think, you know, sports in general is just something that brings people together and, yeah. um, you know, especially at the NAI and, and everywhere. But uh, in the Sun Conference, I think you mentioned we have people from 
all over the world who come together, sometimes even on a specific team, um, you know, to work together towards a common goal. People who probably have nothing at all in common, um, you know, they play, come together and play baseball or softball or whatever sport. Um, and that sort of unites them. And seeing that, I think, is is um, what sports is all about at the end of the day. So I think that's what, what ultimately is um, – is what draws us all to athletics and especially me it's it's why i do what i do to be able to um i guess play a small part in providing that platform for them yeah i mean i look at you know just myself and the group of people that i i've been around and from high school to lincoln university to now weber i mean i have relationships at all three of those places where i got to play football at and I get an education and that's where I built so many relationships, especially here at Weber. I mean, I, th I think of guys on, on the football team, uh, Noah, Cody, uh, Jake, uh, Cameron, those guys. I mean, th those are guys that I'll, I'll be in touch with, uh, be friends with the rest, rest of my life. Ethan, Rocky, I don't want to leave any of the guys off. I mean, a, a <laughs> bunch of them. And then right. uh, get it, getting to cover th uh, this conference. I mean, uh, people uh, from – other teams like uh, uh, Stephen Cullen for Southeastern and then with baseball, I mean, all of the Weber baseball team. And those are guys that, you know, if I didn't get into covering sports, I, you know, maybe a couple of them uh, I've become friends with, but I mean, the, these relationships that I've ha been able to build uh, with players, coaches, administration, I, I think you, you really uh, hit the nail on the head again, uh, Dustin. It's the relationships that are built within sports. Of course, everybody wants to go and win. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the ultimate goal. You, But it, only one team is going to leave happy at the, at the very end of the right. year. Um, that, that's something I, I've gotten to you know, really come to appreciate about covering um, athletics that I didn't really uh, have the appreciation for uh, while playing, you know, while playing football, it's like, win the champ, win, win, win. I mean, that, that's uh, what I've, what I want to do, what we all want to do when we're competing athletically, but being able to cover the stories of uh, athletes and how far they've come and, you know, the obstacles or whether it be injury or the, the a coaching change and the new coach uh, comes in, et cetera, et cetera. And to see the teams get built up and go on great runs and winning championships, it's, it's just been something that, that it's been fun or not even not win, winning a championship, but still having um, incredible runs. I mean, th this past year, I, uh, we watched two Sun Conference basketball teams that, you know, we're, I'll, I wouldn't say the Sun Conference was really known for uh, basketball, but, you know, really getting to cover Southeastern and St. Thomas, especially, I mean, getting to, it was just uh, by, by luck that St. Thomas was at Southeastern's uh, regional, which was actually hosted by Florida right. college, that whole weird, weird deal, but, you know, getting to be around that team and the run they, that they went on. And it wasn't necessarily about winning the red banner. What if they would have won it been awesome, but it was just a milestone to see them get to Kansas city, Southeastern get to Kansas city. And, you know, since I, I started, uh, uh, covering the conference, we've I've, we've seen teams make it to the final site in just about every sport from football, soccer, baseball, softball. Um, we've won four red banners, got uh, two swimming, got baseball, and um, oh gosh, I'm I'm uh, blank, blanking on 
the what was the fourth one? I'm In, indoor, indoor track and field. indoor track from southeastern. That was the fourth yeah. one uh, I, I was missing. But uh, we've had so much, so much success, and especially for such a young conference with a lot of young teams by NAI standards. I mean, what what do you contribute uh, all the su- success that we've had recently too? Uh, a lot of things, definitely. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it starts with leadership from the top down. Um, we have institutions across the board that uh, support athletics at their core. And, um, you know, that starts with the the president, certainly, um, and their administration who makes a concerted effort or an intentional decision that uh, they're going to support athletics. And it's a core part of their institution. Um, and that funnels all the way down. You know, we have, we have great athletic directors who um, set a vision for their athletic department and provide support resources for their coaches. Um, great coaches. You've gotten to know a lot of them in the Sun Conference. Um, you know, we have men and women who are passionate about what they do first and foremost. They believe in, um, uh, you know, again, athletics as a part of the overall development, uh, the educational experience and, um, you know, they care, they care about their athletes and, and their well-being first of all. Um, and that's where it starts. Obviously there's the competitive aspect to that as well. There are people who know the X's and O's very well, um, can recruit very well and, and again, have a, a vision for their program that leads to success. Um, and, you know, then we have, we have really, really talented and, uh, driven student athletes who get the job done. You know, um, I think that the, the sun conference more and more is being recognized as a place where elite, um, student athletes come to compete. You know, you can, you can find, um, night in and night out, day in, day out, top level competition. And that's, uh, that only breeds more success. It's the old saying iron sharpens iron. So, yeah, you know, um, that uh, that level of competition that we have in our conference uh, sort of tends to lead to success at the national level as well, because, it you know, that regular season schedule prepares them for what they're going to see at the national level. And uh, there's, you know, there's nobody that's surprised by the level of competition when they get to uh, the NAI tournament in any sport because they've seen it in the Sun Conference. So I think that's that's a big part of what it attributes to and again it's it's just all of those things combined that uh leads to success we've been very very blessed for sure um you know we're we'll continue to push to get more and more of that uh, those red banners and that's certainly a part of what we want to do we want to have the, the highest level of competition that, uh in the nai and small college athletics um but you know there there are a lot of components that go into that for sure so I was with uh, 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 Brad Sigan, uh, uh, national at the national office uh, yeah. in Columbus, uh, and it, Southeastern was uh, I think are playing LC for the first time uh, uh, th- this year uh in, in Lewiston and it was a close game. I was like, oh, come on, we got pulled out here. And he looks over to me and said, Reagan, Sun Conference can't win all the red banners. I said, uh, yes, we can. We can go <laughs> we can try at least. Sure we can. Yeah, sure why we can try. We can try. <laughs> But, um, you know, like you said, it's iron sharpens iron. It's great competitive 
uh, atmosphere is this, you look at a lot of the sports, it's never just one team that really stands out and runs away with it. Um, I guess Kaiser women's soccer, a little bit, uh, was a little bit different than what they did this past year. And they dominate. I think they're going, I really, that that's probably the team or one of the teams I'm looking forward to covering a, a lot, uh, in, in the fall is uh Kaiser women's soccer, but we still got a little while to go before we start getting in the preview for, for, uh, <laughs> fall sports but you know this past year and over the past few years these great teams this great competition it has led to some absolutely amazing matchups what were a couple of the games that you've watched as commissioner that really stood out to you as like this is one of the best games i've ever watched mm, that's a great question it's one it just uh, popped up in my mind i was like hey, we can talk about talk about some of these one yeah. I, I, i'll say one that that comes to mind uh for me we were playing a little bit later in the day, and uh, things actually went when Weber, we went to go play Southeastern that night. But we were watching the Kaiser St. Thomas football game uh, early in the day. You remember that one? It was, I think, uh, oh, yeah. St. Thomas gets out to like a 21 point lead, and then a couple of special teams mistakes and a turnover, and ends up just being a back and forth. I mean, think about that game in particular, how big it meant all the way in through November and December. If St. Thomas wins that game, they might be the team that's end up, that ends up in North Carolina playing for the national championship. Because you know, Kaiser, if the Kaiser loses that game, you know we only got one team in, in football that, this year th- that went to the uh, national uh, national tournament. And no, we all know the run Kaiser went on, beating three of uh, the top five teams uh, in the NAI before uh, losing a barn burner uh, in the national championship. But it's like. How big was that game? But uh, did, you got you got your thoughts together on, on a couple of games that stand out. Yeah, that was a big one for sure, and I think it's. I mean, it's refers back to what we were just talking about with the level of competition here. You're right. I mean, that was a game that could have gone either way, uh, and it it changed the trajectory. I think a little bit for both teams. Um, and Kaiser goes in, on again to um, to the national championship game and has a great run and. Uh, you know, St. Thomas didn't get in the playoffs. We all felt like they should have certainly. Um, and I think the, the expansion, uh, to 20 teams for this coming year is certainly going to benefit us and, um, maybe get a, a little bit more of a, a shot at multiple bursts going forward. But, um, uh, a couple, a couple of games that come to mind. One, you mentioned women's soccer. Um, we had, uh, I don't remember what year it was, but, uh, Kaiser and Southeastern played in, uh, the conference championship game, both were top five nationally teams, both were, uh, were going on to the finals, but it was conference championship. And that ended up, I think it was a zero, zero, uh, match and went to PKs and uh, I believe Southeastern ended up winning that one, but it was just such an electric atmosphere for the, uh, for the entire season to come down to, you know, a couple of shots on goal, um, uh, is just exciting to see the the level of energy and the and just how much it meant to both teams. And then uh, another one, our men's basketball championship several years ago, uh, Florida Memorial and Ave Maria played to numerous overtimes and maybe it was three overtimes, but just back and forth, big shot after big shot. And um, again, the same thing, just the level of passion and both teams leaving it all out on the court. Um, that was truly for a chance to advance to the NAI tournament. Uh, Florida Memorial ended up winning that 
that game, but one of the best basketball games I've I've ever seen in my life. So those are a couple that that stick out. I'm sure there are so many more that I could mention, but you know, oh, we could probably so much time we could probably spend a 30 minute uh, podcast just going over uh, the great games. I had another one thing about the Coastal Georgia Southeastern uh, game. Right. Uh, game for yeah, just uh, last softball month. yeah just, just last month I mean remember Bryce uh, Peacock takes one off of her hand she has to come out uh, pitching Haley Dickerson comes in and you know it was one of those situations where Coastal needed one Southeastern needed two but it felt like if Southeastern got that one it was going to be kind of like who's going to pitch for uh, Coastal Georgia Bryce isn't able to the pitch Haley's just pitched uh her I think third seven inning game in the last three days it was like who's it gonna be and they end up winning that one I think it was what 11 10 11 uh inning thriller mm-hmm. I mean I, of course I gotta talk about some Sun Conference softball I mean I gotta, I gotta get get the so- softball plug it. um in there but you know we, we've seen the NAI as a whole I mean just from uh the short time that I've covered it from uh, when I found out about it to before that, because before I, I committed to Weber, I didn't really know what the NAI was. But seeing more and more people uh, learn about it, and I think a big reason is you're having less high school athletes have that D1 or high D2 and but or bus mentality. You know how how do you think it, the NAI continues on that momentum and continues to grow? Uh, well, I, I think. In large part, it starts with things like what you're doing, just uh, creating more exposure for the NAI and uh, for our student athletes and shining a light on the level of competition that we have um, at our level. I think there's so many misconceptions about what the NAI is and what it stands for. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think the more we can tell our story and show people that this is this is a legit competition uh, where great athletes can and are already going to compete, uh, the better off we'll be long-term. Um, you know, I think the NAI just has to um, be comfortable with what it is and what it stands for and um, believe in it. And I think that that will continue to grow and people will continue to uh, to see that. And, you know, I think, uh, like you said, the landscape is changing so much with college athletics these days. There's more movement um to all different levels and and the associations um and you know the nai just has to keep up with that and make sure that they're on the front end of whatever trends are out there and use those to uh to advantage and i think we'll end up in a, a great place um down the road moving forward and continue to to grow and um gain that exposure um so that that people can see the great product that we have yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, we, we talked about it earlier. I, I came from a D2, didn't know what the NAI was or w- was about. My first practice I get done at Weber, I'm like, these guys I'm playing with could easily go start at the Division II level. Uh, I get to covering uh, Sun Conference Baseball, which was, uh, you, you know, I mean, that was the original light bulb uh, for, for Suncast. I mean, seeing what our conference was doing at baseball at the NAI level, and I've watched – baseball and watch college baseball and I'll go watch uh southeastern uh versus Kaiser game from uh 2022 or this past year watching Ave Maria or Weber versus uh southeastern I'm watching this game and I'm like this is the same this is the same stuff you see at the 
very, very top of Division Two and even lower uh, Division One, and just continue to see that across sports. Uh, we talk about uh, Kaiser football. I mean, they took a powerhouse Valdosta State Division Two team down to to the wire. I mean, this is literally title town. This is Valdosta, and right. this that, that's title town. We're seeing basketball be competitive. We're seeing tennis. I mean, look at what Kaiser women's tennis did. I mean, they're beating, they're throttling Division Two uh, opponents, and not just. You know, like top 25, we're talking top five teams like St. Leo, Utampa, that, that Kaiser's compete, competing with. And I think it's exciting to, to see the uh, how we will continue to grow as a conference and as a league in the NAI. So um, my next question, Dustin, is what does the Sun Conference and what does the NAI look like in 15, 20 years? Mm. That's a that's a tough question to answer. You know, just you know, every year it seems like there's something new that sort of shifts the the collegiate athletics landscape. So, I mean, the NAI I think is in a in a good position to capitalize on um, some of that and continue to you know not move away from our foundation, but um, you know stay in stay in its lane a little bit and continue to do what we do and and still sort of maneuver to be able to um, cater to today's student athletes and what they're looking for. Uh, and that's what, you know, it's, it has to continue to be about what it's always been about. Um, and as long as that continues to be the focus, I think the NAI is going to continue to, to grow and uh, be a place where uh, great athletes and great coaches and great administrators uh, come uh, to compete, um, the Sun Conference, you know, same thing. I think, you know, always evolving. Um, who would have thought 10 years ago that we would have women's flag football as a sponsored sport, you know? So I'm sure, I'm sure from that aspect, we, you know, our sports sponsorship might look a little bit different. Um, you know, we, we might be bigger, we might be smaller, we might be exactly the same. It's just so hard to predict <laughs> down the road um where things will head but you know we're we're a conference that believes in what we do we have buy-in from our members and um you know that's a great place to start and and uh certainly as we continue to look to grow and do more things to uh to continue to build on that foundation moving forward yeah you, you hit on a sport that i think's got the most potential of any sport as far as media coverage wise, as far as what it is, is the future of athletics as a whole. And I think women's flag football it, is that sport. I mean, that, that's one that the Sun Conference, the NAI as a whole, but especially the Sun Conference done such a good job over the last three, four years of making it a priority. And we see, we've seen the success and we just can't quite beat that team from, from Ottawa. It, it seems like, but I mean, a great teams like, like Weber, uh, Warner, Kaiser, and especially the Thomas Nighthawks. And, you know, we're uh, so happy, you know, unfortunately a lot of teams uh, in, in Thomasville aren't in the Sun Conference, but their flag football team uh, sure is. Why do you think the reason for that is with, with flag football? Like, what is it about the sport that uh, is causing just so much viewership and we're seeing the backing of it from the NFL level? Well, I think that's a big part of it. The NFL has supported it, which we're very thankful for. They were a partner of us and continue to be from the beginning. So, uh, you know, without their support, I'm not sure that it would have uh, – gotten to the level that it is at now and uh, will continue to be. So that's, that's, I think a big part of it, you know, an organization like the NFL is just naturally going to 
uh, bring some eyeballs to what we're doing, but it's, it's huge at the youth and high school level, especially here in Florida and Georgia. Um, there are so many players who had never had a place to, to go after high school to continue playing. You know, you could, uh, there are intramurals wherever you ended up, but to play competitively, there was just no opportunities, uh, despite there being a, a very large group of high school athletes who are, are, and you've, you've seen them. They're very, yeah. very good athletes. They're elite. So, um, you know, I think it's just a matter of someone giving them the opportunity to, to play and, um, that that passion and that base that is at the high school level has just sort of risen up to the college level now. And um, it's, it's growing so quickly. And, you know, we're, we're so thrilled to be on the front edge of that in the sun conference and be the, uh, the first along with the KCAC, our friends um, in Kansas and uh, Missouri to, to be the first conferences at any level to sponsor women's flag football. And um, you know, that's something we're very proud of and, uh, we're growing this year. We're adding three affiliate members to our league. Um, to, uh, you know, so at our league, it's growing. At the NAI level, it's certainly growing as well. And um, there's no doubt that's going to continue moving forward. It's a fun sport to watch too. If you ever yeah. been to a uh, a flag football game, you know it's it's fast paced. It's a lot of uh, creativity and some <laughs> of the X's and O's that they come up with, and um, it's just really fun fun to be a part of so we're looking forward to having that continue to grow you said we're adding three teams to the nai level or to the sun conference level uh we're adding three to the sun conference uh those being life university reinhardt university up in the north atlanta area and then point university um over in in west georgia Oh, we're getting some georgia teams adding, adding the georgia team you know yeah. I, you know i gotta I got lo- love that uh <laughs> i guess uh, that's uh uh I guess kind of breaking news. The first time, I, first I'm hearing of it, but love it. I mean, hey, the, the sports growing. Three teams. Uh, uh, Life University, one that uh, we, we've had some experience with them with uh, women's lacrosse. Mm-hmm. But Dustin, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, for uh, coming on. I got one last question for you. I mean, you you're obviously a big athletics guy. I mean, what's your athletic background? I mean, what what, what were you playing? I mean, what what sport and what what did you play? And I was uh, I was one of those guys who was adequate in a number of sports, but not <laughs> not great in any. So, uh, you know, again, I, I grew up in small town, Midwest, uh, Columbus, Nebraska. So I uh, I guess I was kind of involved in whatever season it was. I played uh, baseball, football, uh, basketball, a little golf um, here and there, a little track and field when I was younger. Um, so <laughs> a little bit of everything. Um but, um, you know, I got to the college level and realized that it was probably administration that was going to be my future as opposed to uh, on the field or on the court. So, you know, um, I'm, I, I have an interest in a lot of sports. Um, I play nowadays. I play more golf than anything, a little bit of pickleball. Uh, that's sort of a new interest that's that's coming on, and even who knows, maybe at the collegiate level at some point as well. But I was just uh, about to ask: Are we going? Uh, pickleball seems like it's a growing sport. What do you think the chances are we get some Sun Conference teams playing pickleball? Soon? Man, it seems like everywhere I go now, someone's asking when pickleball is coming on board <laughs> as a collegiate sport. So there's there's a lot of interest, and uh, you know, Florida, Georgia, there's no shortage of, of pickleball courts out there now. It's it's blowing up, so. Um, there's a lot of people with an eye on that. I wouldn't uh, make any predictions, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it pop on the board, you know, in the near future. 
Gotcha. Actually, I do have uh, one more question. This one a little bit more uh, uh, inside joke uh, between us two. If Derek Jeter played his career for the Oakland Athletics, would he be a Hall of Famer? <laughs> I'm still going to say yes. I think he is. <laughs> I I mean, his numbers, his numbers line up. Take away the championships, he's still for a shortstop. <laughs> he's got some solid numbers, man. I I think he still would be, but. Yeah. Uh, Reasonable minds can disagree on that one, right? Yeah, right. Hey, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I think I think he's an all-timer. But uh, Commissioner Dustin Wilk, uh, again, really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule uh, for coming on. If there's anything uh, you want to add, talk about the NAI Sun Conference or whatever, Mike's all yours. If not, I'm all good, brother. All right. Thanks for having me on, Regan. Congratulations again on all the success, man. It's great to see. I appreciate it. And thank all you for uh, tuning in. We'll be back with another great episode next week.